So, I, I was kind of asking the Lord just a little bit about this. This, I believe in it, I've experienced it, this falling out under the power of God. This falling out under the power of God. We call it slain in the spirit. I, I don't like the word slain so much in that. I like falling out under the power where we've got to experience a divine encounter with God and through that encounter we're not able to stand under that encounter and so when we have that encounter he has our undivided attention and in that attention he's able to minister to us with whatever we might need at that time and I began to wonder some about this though it's like oh God when somebody falls one time that's 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 awesome but if the next Sunday they fall again, and the next Sunday they fall again, and the next Sunday they fall again, is there really some benefit in that? I, I'm, I, I just want to know. I, I just want to know. And uh, I started to ask that question, and, and then it kind of felt like it's kind of downloaded into my spirit, and sometimes... His spirit and my spirit takes quite a while to get from there to here. They can communicate pretty well, but to get from there to here, sometimes that's quite a journey and takes some time. And, I, and for me to stop and listen, stop long enough to listen instead of letting my own thoughts just take over and take over. And it's like, and I heard a scripture very, 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 very clearly and distinctly came to me, be still and know that I'm God. Be still and know that I am God. Like, okay, okay, all right. It's not up to you. You don't have to figure it out. If I want to do something, and if I want to use you to do something, I will use you to do something, and you quit questioning me. Okay. So, but I also felt that kind of got in my spirit, why don't you just ask some of the people? What, what's happened, what I've done. So I did. I started calling and asking, you know, what, would you mind sharing with me what happened, what God did for you, what impact that that had on you while you were on the floor? And people begin sharing, and I've had about, oh, don't do it again, Lynn, don't do it again. Two or three cry sessions, like, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm sorry. Sorry, I questioned that. I'm sorry, I questioned that. So I'm going to ask these people up here right now to share some of the experience, what God has done for them. Uh, and we're just calling God encounters. God encounters. You know what the our mission statement is? I'm sure I can remember this now. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew, for that prayer. Is to equip and empower you to fulfill your purpose in Christ. And one of the things that we say around here all the time is that we are atmosphere builders, we're atmosphere creators, and that one of the most important things that we do is create and establish and maintain an atmosphere in this house that will provide an opportunity for you to have your personal encounter. That's paramount, really, really, really important to us. And so, and in providing that, we just don't want to question God and what he's doing in that, but it's so great to end up hearing from one another. So I've asked seven people, and if those seven people would come up here, I have an order, and here comes the first one, but I want all of them up here together, and Craig, thank you. <laughs> oh, I got three microphones now. Man, I could just hand a mic to everybody. We can just have a preach fest up here. You know, uh, Craig's wife, Dina, she's been up here a few times, and she's she's shared. She's a powerhouse, and, and uh, one of the desires that she's had is, you know, for her husband to end up having his personal experience, and Craig is someone with a long, long history of church consistency, an incredible, generous man, a tither, but he's never received that gift of the 
Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And he, I just want him to share the experience that he had just this last Sunday after two Sundays of teaching on Holy Spirit. So, Craig, bless you. I am so grateful for you and for your friendship and share, my friend. All right. So, uh, this is a little different than what I was planning about 15, 20 minutes ago. I heard the things switched. Yesterday when Pastor called and, and talked, I had a lot of noise in the background. And because we talked last Sunday, so I got to share this with him. And he said, hey, would you like to share? I thought he said two, what he meant was two minutes times about six people. I thought he said two sermons, 60 minutes. <laughs> and so I'm ready. I brought my stuff here. And I have... Uh, and then I realized, Rick, I mean, it's like, who's going to follow Rick? So I'm gl so glad you're following because that was so amazing the last two weeks. <laughs> and uh, I, I got so much out of it. So I'm blessed that you don't have to listen to my 60 minutes. It's actually two minutes. <laughs> and so I'll put my notes away and just, and just share with you just a little bit. And he already shared my, I think I was in the church probably within the first seven to 12 days of, of being born. Um, that's just how I was raised and everything. So, um, but up until three and a half years ago, when my wife got her healing and then filled the Holy Spirit, we started learning a lot of new stuff that we have never really understand. And um, it's been an amazing journey. And I've had the privilege to travel around the country with her and be in front of um, a lot of neat environments where thousands of people are are being filled with the spirit and so on and so on and i'm just um i've had some amazing people pray over me and i'm like you know from this church to other places and and um it's like i i really don't struggle with it because i hear other people say like hey f just because you don't fall down that doesn't mean this that doesn't mean that and so it hasn't really bothered me but it is kind of like you know my wife's really excited about the well real quick to last sunday after everything i didn't come forward I stayed in my aisle seat, but two rows back, which really meant I was with everybody else because there were so many people here. So I was in the crowd, and I was kind of standing out in the island, in the aisle, and I was just, just worshiping God and everything. No one came and prayed for me. No one did anything special in that sense. It's just that the Holy Spirit was here, and um, I didn't fall down. I'm fine with that too. Um, but I've been working on the whole language and tongues and all that stuff, just like lots of podcasts in our house with my wife and lots of <clears throat> studies and, and listening to her and different people. And I've done some stuff that, because certain people say, you just need to do this. And I'm talking about stuff you watch on podcasts and stuff. And you just need to start, you need to go. So I would. I called it my gibberish. I tried all that stuff, and it, it was pretty gibberish, and it kind of sounded the same, but it never really, okay, okay, next time maybe. So after months and months of that, it was so interesting last Sunday right here, I was kind of just, just enjoying the Holy Spirit like we are today actually, and just sitting there, and all of a sudden, I started saying a little bit of gibberish just to try to like, we can do this. And all of a sudden, a little bit later, my gibberish became a totally different sound that I'd never heard before. <laughs> and, um, and I just got to stay there for several minutes and just, and just worshiping God in my new language. And then waited a little while and then went on another rampage for a while. And uh, it was just a wonderful thing. And uh, so that was just a, a simple thing. Uh, I wasn't slaying. I wasn't all over the floor. But um, I thank you, God, and the Holy Spirit for what you're doing there. And my 60 minutes is up, so sorry about that. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yes. Fallon. I don't Are you turned on? Testing. Ready to rock. Oh, we rock. Okay. Step right, step right up there and rock. Absolutely. You're front and center now, girl. 
Hello, everybody. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Fallon. Um, I've been coming to Valley now for only the, like, the end of August, I believe, is when I first started coming here. And wow, has the Lord really just changed my life since I've been coming to this church. Um, just a little bit like of a backstory. I remember one Sunday I came to church and Pastor Christy, she fell under the spirit. And I was like, what's going on? Like, this is kind of crazy. Like, I had never really seen anybody just like on the ground <laughs> by the power of God. I was like, wow, this is something kind of new to me. So I remember kind of just like asking the Lord about it and kind of like, really leaning into what that might look like. And one Sunday that I was here, um, it was when John Harkey was here prophesying. Um, it was almost like the Lord needed to prove to me that it was like totally real. And he was, oh, wow. So John Harkey was um, praying over me and I just got this very weighty presence upon me to where I almost like couldn't hold up my limbs any longer and so I just fell on the ground and last Sunday same kind of thing happened to me um, Pastor Lynn came up and I was just open to receiving all that the Holy Spirit had for me and Pastor Lynn came over to me and I had felt this weighty presence of peace and comfort of the presence of God but when Pastor Lynn came and prayed over me same kind of thing happened like my legs were just like jello <laughs> and so I just kind of fell backwards and I'm so grateful that the Lord just always is willing to pour his extravagant like presence and love upon us because when he does and when you're laying there on the floor, like even if you're not laying there, you know, when the when you're in the presence of Jesus, like it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. Like the comfort that he brings to you and the joy and the peace is unmatched to anything I could ever say or anything I've ever experienced and just what the Lord has shown me in the last like three months of my life and what he's proven to me of how powerful and how much he loves us and how much he's willing to show us that love and that how he's torn the veil so he could come close to us is like, oh, it's just, ooh, it's so good. And so <laughs> last Sunday, um, I was laying right there on the floor and I was just praising God and as I was just praying to him and worshiping, I just kept get hit, getting hit with this joy. I was just like, I probably looked like a crazy person, but I was laying there and I just kept laughing and then I was praising him and then I was laughing and then I was praising him and it was so glorious. And then finally I was like, okay, I'm gonna get up. So I tried to stand, I couldn't stand. So I just sat there for a little while longer. And then when I was finally ready to stand up, I stood up and Sweet Alicia, I don't know where you are, but I, I looked over at Alicia and I instantly got hit with the joy of the Lord again and started laughing, fell back down, um, and just had holy laughter for like 45 minutes and it was so glorious. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just really crazy what the Lord can do when you're open to receiving what he has for you. Yeah. And... I'm just so grateful, and I thank you, Jesus, for your glorious, comforting presence. Awesome. Did you share that you received your prayer language down there, spoken tongues? Oh, yeah. Oh, so I walked by again, and I saw her down there, and I saw her lips moving, so I just did a little, little peek down there, and it's like, oh, that's not English. <laughs> so she was speaking in tongues, then laughing, then speaking in tongues, then laughing. So... Yeah, so she got it too. Is there anybody else out here? I was going to ask this question first, but I'm just still really coming around a little bit here. But uh, anybody else received for the first time speaking tongues last you know, the last two Sundays? Awesome, awesome, awesome. What's the next order? Hallelujah. Good morning, church. Good morning, Greg. My name is Brother Greg. Um, my experience being slayed starts with being church hurt. I don't know if you guys have uh, ever been church hurt, but it can be a very, very um, critical time in your spiritual walk. So, and I'm not here to bash any church. I, I totally appreciate everything. 
from the bottom of my heart what I experienced in, in, the, in the church before. But it started with having to leave the church. It wasn't that we wanted to leave to show them that we were better. We, we were just standing on two different foundations. And it seemed like the more we tried to work together, the more we separated. So we knew that at some point, once you don't stand with somebody anymore, you got to stand up and walk away. And I think the hardest thing for me was to grieve somebody that's still alive because we truly love them. And it was hard. Fortunately, I have a great wife and I got some great friends. Brother Ruben, Brother Kiki, his wife Priscilla, and Kiki's wife, Sister Allie. Because they decided to stand with me and they left with me. Unfortunately for me, I felt like their spiritual walk was now on my hands because of the decision that I made. So I came to this church with a very heavy heart. I felt like when I left that church that I had to hand everything in. So I felt like I came to this church naked. And I'm not saying that my friends left just because I left. I almost feel like they were waiting for me so they can leave with me. They already had left. But I came with a very heavy heart. And I knew about being slayed. I'd never been slayed before. And that first church experience here, Pastor Lynn was preaching on the prodigal son. One of my favorite stories. And I don't know if it was Pastor Renee that said it or Pastor Lynn that said it for her, but she said she was proclaiming that the prodigal sons and daughters are going to return. They're returning. She said that on that service, and I was like, wow, that they're going to return home. So he had my attention with the prodigal son, and what he spoke about that day, I felt unworthy, man. I just felt like I, I was so loyal to that church, and I felt like, like I broke in my loyalty, that I was at my flag that I was going to stand on was loyalty. But loyalty is a two-way street, right? So I came here feeling unworthy, and Pastor Lynn's sermon was talking about how the father never waited for the son to go get clean. He just immediately embraced him and, and gave him all those things again, right? So after the service, I come up, and I, and, I, and I thought I was going to come, I was going to get prayed for, I was going to shed some tears. But Pastor Lynn was, was he grabbed my hands, and, he, and when he prays for you, it takes a while before he starts speaking. And I was just like, man, you know, he might not say something here, you know this. And then when he started speaking, he was holding on to my ring, and he was just touching my ring, and he kept talking about the authority that it has. That's all I remember. And the next thing you know, I was on the floor. And, and, <laughs> and, and I began not to cry, began to weep. I was weeping. And I, and I knew there was something different about this cry. It felt like they opened up a valve and, and, and of, a different, of a different pipe. And it just everything just came out right here at that altar right there. And I couldn't stop. And I was like, okay, I got to get up. And I could not stop. It just all came out. And little by little, I, I didn't have revelation right there. It was through the classes that we take with, with VSSM, through testimonies, through, through these sermons that, that I started to realize one thing is that when I came here, Pastor Lynn was reminding me that I didn't hand anything in. I, I never left me. The robe, the sandals, the ring, it was always with me. It was always with me. I always had it on. And those spiritual gifts that the Lord had given me, I didn't turn those in. Those are mine. Those are mine to wherever I go that I could use them to preach them. But it wasn't, it wasn't until I hit that encounter on the floor that I had to let everything out. My pride was gone. My ego was gone. Everything was gone. And he replaced it, and he gave me revelation. And, and, and that's my experience about being slain. Amen. <laughs> Yes. This young lady here, this is her third Sunday at Valley Church today. In the first two Sundays, she 
was on the floor once up here, on the floor for about an hour and 45 minutes back in the back. And then last Sunday being baptized, spent a little time on the floor up there. So God's definitely been speaking to this young lady. So, Yesenia. Alrighty. Um, I am a little bit nervous, so I had to write it all down because there's so much detail that I didn't want to miss it. Uh, but first of all, God deserves all the glory. He deserves it all. He is so good. I'm very thankful for the experience. <clears throat> um, so yes, two Sundays ago was my first time here. Um, I came with a very open heart. Um, I prayed for God to direct me to a church that would feed our, my spirit, my family's spirit, and more. And when I first walked in, um, I don't know, for a second, I thought I imagined a swirl like being in here, um, like a purple swirl. I don't know. And that was the first, like, did I just see that? Or I don't know. And um, I kind of pushed it off. And then um, after the sermon, or I'm sorry, we began talking about Holy Spirit, and that was like another ding. I'm like, oh my gosh, goodness Lord. <laughs> um, and then after that, everyone, um, they asked to walk up front um, to receive um, some prayer. And I was so ready. I was so ready. Um, I approached Pastor Lynn, and I felt just that overwhelming feeling. I didn't know what to do my, with myself. And so I just fell back, and I started crying. But I felt resistance. Um, I felt tense. I didn't. I didn't let go. I was closing. I was crying, but I was a little tense. So um, I got up after maybe a minute. I just, uh, I just got up. I, I was a little confused. Um, I got up and I walked back, um, and then everything ended. And then out of nowhere, I see Pastor Lynn was walking down that aisle, and he was looking straight at me. And I already knew. He said, "Do you want some more?" And I said, "Yes." Um, and he looked to his left and he grabbed Dina. Um, and oh man, I already, I already knew something was going to happen when they were coming up. I was way back there in the very, very back. Um, and I was ready to let it go. I was ready. And, um, he, they both held my hands. They were praying over me. I closed my eyes. I felt back and that was it. I closed my eyes the entire time after a couple minutes. I felt the intense weightedness. <laughs> my Lord's spirit. It was just from below my chin all the way down to my uterus. Just just this weightedness. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I was not afraid, but I kept telling Dina. She said, it's okay. Relax. If we need to be here for five hours, we will. And I said, yes. Yes. And that's what I'm going to do. So I released and I relaxed more and more. And I said, just come. Holy Spirit, please fill me right now. Um, it also helped to know that my family was okay. Um, I, I laugh at it, but really, it really helped that that two Sundays ago, uh, it was the first Sunday of the month, so they were giving food, and I know it sounds funny, but as a mom, knowing that there was food out there for my family really helped me just, like, let it go. Your kids are fine. Your husband's fine. They're going to go eat. You just stay in this presence. So I hunkered even more down. I, I went to it, and that's when I started feeling more weightedness from my elbows all the way down to my hands. Um, and then I felt this rush of just tingly sensation all across my mouth and all the way across my chin. Um, and I just kept telling Dina, and then all of a sudden I couldn't talk anymore. My mouth stayed in this oval shape, like this. And that's how I talked. That's how I was talking. Um, Dina understood, and Colleen was right next to me. They were praying over me. Um, they said, just, just stay open. You're receiving some sort of anointment. And I said, yes, amen. I'll take it. Um, and then my hands became super, super heavy. I could not lift them. Um, for a second, I think Dina asked, do you want to wipe your nose um, quietly in my ear? And I said, sure. So she placed it, I think, on my chest. And when I try to lift it, I'm like, I couldn't. I, I just kind of like flung my arm across my chest. And I grabbed the tissue and I just like did this. And then I realized I couldn't close my hands because they were stuck in this position. It felt like I had arthritis. It was really interesting. Um, so yes, that went on. And I'm sorry, going back to the weightedness of my arms, when I first got that sensation, I just thought of water. That was something that crossed my mind. 
Um, and then once it um, got more intense, my hand got re- my hands got really, really, really hot. The palms of my hands were hot. They felt swollen. It was just something, just a really nice heat was coming out of them. My lips became super numb, and they were still in that O shape. Um, so, um, so once it started withdrawing, um, I did feel a pressure above my heart, an overpressure, just like a hand, and an overpressure um, just right on my uterus. Um, and I did, again, my eyes weren't open, and I kind of started, started opening a little bit, and there was nobody there. So I knew there was pressure here, some sort of healing, and then healing in my uterus. And then um, it started withdrawing again. And then lastly, um, it was slowly withdrawing. It started from my elbows, and then it ended in with the hands, and then it ended with my fingertips. And the very last thing I noticed was just cupping of my uterus. And I just kept telling Dina, I just feel something like doing this, like it's cupping my uterus. Um, and then yes, 40, I'm sorry, an hour later, 45 minutes, this was happening this whole time. That was the end, and then I felt ready to come back and just soak in his presence still, because you just, you get up and you feel kind of, yes, like it was a dream. It was beautiful. I did see a vision. I saw myself up, looking down. There is a white building. Jesus was on the side of it. There was a rectangle light to his left, and it was um, pointing down. And he was on top of sort of a balcony, and I can see the depth thanks to that light that he was on top of a, of a balcony. He was going like this, and I was down there doing this. Um, that's just what I saw. But when I saw myself, it wasn't me now. It was a just like an erased me. I can see that that was it was me, but it wasn't. Um, yeah, Amen. Glory to Him. Um, and then at the very end, Dina said, yes, I, I spoke to God and said, Jesus, is this you? And he kept confirming, yes, this is me. Um, and she's also had um, some words revealed to her, that some anointment through my hands, healing. Maybe my mouth was, or my mouth was in that shape, um, possibly for singing, words of healing. Um, I said, yes, I'll take it. Um, and um, yeah, once I got up, I... I, I couldn't believe it <laughs> that that happened. Um, Let me just <clears throat> add that that was her first time mm-hmm. in this church, mm-hmm. first time back in church, mm-hmm. previously from a whole nother belief system, let's yes. just say belief system. Yes. So talk about, let's just say together, accelerated. Yes, I was so ready. And just one last thing to say that I felt when I came here, I said, I surrender it all, God. I surrender it all. Take me out. Pour yourself in me. And that's just what it takes. It just You just got to believe. Even when he's silent, please believe he's there. He's there. And it's going to be big. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Now, which one would you like? Laura. Thanks, babe. So here I am again, third time, (laughs) in less than two months. Um, Obviously not by my own volition of being here, but when Pastor Lynn asks you if you say no, it's like saying no to God. So (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) But... um, I, uh, I just remember uh, last weekend coming, the Lord is just taking me on a journey of just revealing all things new to me and just giving me this hunger, just this new hunger just for his presence and just knowing more about him and his character and his nature. And I remember coming last Sunday, um, we started out in the back and we have moved our way up here. And then last Sunday, I was like, I'm going up front. And I remember dancing my butt off. I, I danced so hard. And at one point, I fell to my knees, and I was just like, Lord, I just want to encounter you, whatever that looks like. And sometimes it's soft, and it's spoke, and sometimes he does some wild things. And I didn't care. I don't care. If it's wild, great. If it's soft, I don't care. I just want him. I just have a hunger for him. And um, I'm so thankful for Rick's message. Um, 
I had received my gifts of tongues, but I, I didn't know you could go back and you could get more. Like, I, when he explained that, that even if you just got a fresh uh, baptism or um, just an outpouring even three weeks ago or one day ago, when he said that, I was like, Jackson, move. And I came up here, and I don't know who prayed for me, but it, somebody's voice was getting closer to me. I was just praising the Lord, and I kept, my legs were starting to get wobbly. He wasn't, somebody wasn't praying for me yet, but they were getting wobbly. And then whoever came and prayed over me, they said something, and I just remember falling just down. And I just experienced the Lord. Um, just so much peace just flooded over me. Just this overwhelming, just like everything is good. God's good. I'm here. And I just remember watching my own daughter, and she's described falling out in the spirit. She does this that so easily. She just has just, a, just an open heart. And I remember her saying, I always just stay there, and I press in. And I was like, well, what does that mean? You know. And so she describes, I'm learning from my 12-year-old daughter. And so um, I just stayed there, and I just kept worshiping the Lord. And as I was laying there, just this just this indwelling in my lungs, like this very breath of God was coming over me. And I remember studying, I felt the need to study, like when Pastor, or when um, Rick would give the, the word and the uh, scripture, I kept looking up, I was writing furiously all the scripture, because I was like, I just need to know more. And I was looking at the original Greek, and the spirit is the pneuma, the pneuma, the very breath of God, pneuma, meaning lungs. And I remember my lungs just doing this like heaving kind of thing. And I um, I know it was God because it was just so, it was something I couldn't recreate because I tried to recreate it a day later and it, it just didn't work. So I was like, I know that was God. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I just um, want to say he encounters everybody differently and however he encounters you, just be hungry. Just so hungry for his presence. So. Yeah, <clears throat> and this young lady is, is so about, you know, she is a, I say, I just call her Doc Laura because she's been a, a dermatologist PA, but the PA is the one that do all the doctoring anyway. So, uh, it's, so obviously she's someone that's well studied and, and has to get it worked out in her head. And how long has that taken to get that worked out in your head? Uh, a long time. <laughs> Which color do you like? Green. <laughs> Green for go. Green for go. Yes. Julie Brodeen. Front and center. Front and center. Front and center. <laughs> Step right up there to the pulpit and see yeah. how that feels to you, Julie. <laughs> Hey, Ryan's mom, get that a little closer to your okay. mouth. <laughs> and those, those are such honoring titles for me. And um, real quick, I feel like this morning, as I was anxiously waiting for this, a little fearful too, God reminded me that um, he had connected me to this place long before Ron and I even started coming here through Drew and Katie. And I just want to say thank you, each one of you, for how you have loved. You love so well at this church. Uh, we just heard testimony after testimony from our kids about how well they were embraced at this church and how much um, they felt God's love through all of you. So I needed to say that really quickly. Um... So my encounters with God, um, this is all very, very new to me. Um, loved Jesus from a, a young child and grew up in a, a beautiful church. But just um, as Ron said so perfectly, um, Holy Spirit was kind of a term, not an experience, not an encounter. And so this is new and fresh and beautiful and I love how even since Ron and I have moved out here four years ago, how God has been preparing me for these encounters that I've had in the last uh, couple of months. And um, 
the only word when Lynn was asking me questions, the word that just kept coming to my heart as far as my experience. And I want to say, too, I loved what Rick said about um, how we all have our own unique encounter and you can't look to the left or to the right to see what has happening with other people because it's so personal. And I love how, like, my story is different from just the few people that are up here. And I know it's different from um, each one of yours. But I'm lo- I love just the permission to say, like, yeah, it's my encounter and it's my experience and it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. And so the one word that um, I feel like describes my experiences has just been sweet peace. And, um, again, it's been new. And um, I think the, the thing that as I was kind of worshiping this morning, um, the thing that God kind of brought to my mind was the term a trust fall. And I feel like um, in just encountering him in new ways, I'm trusting him in things that I've never experienced. And if I'm gonna be honest, probably five or six years ago, what was happening up here was very foreign to me and honestly probably thought it was a little crazy. (laughs) And so um, a little over the top. And so um, I just love how um, God is allowing me to trust him more and more. The more you seek him, the more you find him, the more you find him, the more you love him. And um, that in my experience, God in his sweetness and his gentleness just brings about the peace. And when I when I have fallen and when I've gone down, um, I still hear what's going from my personal experience. I still hear what's kind of going on around me, but it's such a sweet space that I don't want to leave it. And so my experiences have just been, I don't want to get up because I don't want to leave this space. And so I'm just so grateful for how God and his tenderness and his gentleness and his sweetness um, and all, because again, came from a place that didn't really encourage this and how he has just sweetly and gently in the last four years brought us. And um, now I'm in spaces like this and I'm just so, so grateful for a God for a Holy Spirit that I continue to get to grow and know more, but also for just a congregation and a pastor and and a place that has just cultivated a space that gives you permission just to be in those places. So thank Mm. you. Lad, 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 lad. That's my cousin, Lad. I think he's, I think he's my third cousin. I've got a lot of cousins. I think he's the third one. So, <laughs> third so, youngest. That's right. <laughs> front and center. Front and center. Front and center. There we are. So last night I was at home uh, watching uh, the Boise uh, State uh, just putting a good old-fashioned whooping on the other team is what they were doing. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I feel kind of bad for the other team, but at the same time, you know, we win. It's just what we do. We just win. (laughs) So, but in the middle of the game, I started feeling, man, I just feel I need the I just want to spend some time with the Lord. I just want some fellowship with the Lord like we have at church. And then 30 minutes later, Pastor Lynn calls. And I'm like, there's the call I'm looking for. And so we chatted for a little bit. And he asked me about my experiences uh, the last few weeks in being um, uh, falling out under the Spirit. And uh, one of the first times uh, was when uh, Brother Hartke was here. And um, so, you know, all I can say is it was powerful. I felt my body just go limp. It was like I was on under some kind of anesthesia, laying on the floor. Before I knew it, I was sobbing and crying. And the next minute, I was laughing uncontrollably. And I felt like I was not in control, but I knew the Holy Spirit was working and doing something in, on the inside of me and changing and healing, transforming me all in my belly and in my heart. And um, I, uh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> uh, I used to be an alcoholic. <laughs> 
10 years in Texas. Let's back up to before you were, before you started struggling with, with alcohol like 20 years ago or so. You were just sharing with me when we were fellowshipping, when we were visiting last night, that there was a time in your life early in your 20s or something where you had some amazing encounters with God. Yes, uh, just right uh, before I turned 30, and when I turned 30, I got to be a part of a church in Fort Worth, Texas, and um, golly, just moving in the prophetic gifts and the ministry of people falling out, and, and I got to mentor with with uh, my pastors, Pastor Mickey and Sandy Freed in Texas, and man, I'm telling you, it was just awesome, transforming time in my life. For about five years, I was there and got to be part of the music and so forth, and uh, that's some background, and then moved to a small town uh, about two hours northwest of there called Graham, and I've lived there for the last 20 years before I moved here in January. Okay. So I went through a real bad divorce in 12, and, uh, ooh, you know, uh, felt like I've lost everything a couple of times, and, you know, but in the end, I felt like I lost everything, but gaining Jesus is everything, and so, uh, real hard time. Got out of, uh, had to had to leave the pr- profession I was in at the time, and went back into construction, and just developed alcohol relationship. I called it a relationship with alcohol. About four years of that time, uh, there was not one day in four years that I was not drunk. <clears throat> and I'm pretty amazed at uh, how, honestly, in that environment a lot of business professionals that struggle with alcohol and I did and was but I'm thankful to the Lord that I haven't touched a drop of alcohol in just a little over seven months seven months Is that what the response you were expecting there, lad? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so a lot of healing when uh, Brother Hartke prayed. And then uh, another time, uh, so slaying the Spirit. And uh, there's some trans uh, transition at where I work now. And Dale, that's why I asked your name again earlier. Dale mentioned to me, he said, this week will be different than last week. And Dale didn't even know what I was fixing to make a major change at the company that I'm at now. And so it was just cool, right? And um, so a couple of years ago, uh, I've just gotten off a long binge of alcohol and a big job came along, big customer outside of town and had a oh, beautiful home, ranch, buildings, all kinds of paint, remodel, new roofs, metal roofs, new everything. It was a big money job for me, and I was real excited about it, but I was had the shakes, man, because I'd just getting off a long binger. And so, I mean, weeks-long binger. And so I was just getting back together and meeting with this customer, and I turned away from him for a second because I needed some help from the Lord. And I just turned to the Lord, and I said, Dad, I said, you got to take care of your boy. And... uh and end up getting a job, and it was great, and everything was went well. So, fast forward two years here, this transition work-wise and so forth, uh, slain in the spirit. And while I was laying under there under a blanket, I think, um, just man, just feeling the presence of the Lord, and I heard Jesus speak in my spirit. I got you, boy. <laughs> so it made me feel. So I'm like he. Mm. You know, that song Christy sang this morning, you're a good, good father. He's a good father. And then last Sunday, to wrap up, um, so I came up, uh, get prayed for, and then people started falling down around me, and suddenly I was like, well, I need to help. So I started kind of helping catch a little bit, and then I thought the time was over, so I was kind of standing over here, and 
and I was just worshiping the Lord. Pastor Lynn came by, and um, not really sure what happened because I opened my eyes for a split second. Next thing I know, I was like powered out. It was like mm. went back over here somewhere, and I think I fell on a pew on a row of chairs over here, and um, and oh, brother man, I'm telling you, I was just mm, it was it was powerful. And so I felt and just laid there and realized again I was not in control. <laughs> I felt like I was under some kind of anesthesia. My, my limbs, my neck, everything went numb. And, um, but the thing is, is I really feel, Pastor, that God is healing a lot of years for me. And... Uh, What I walk away with is just a whole lot of gratitude. For you, before you stop, I, you were sharing last night about where you, uh, Six Flags, the the, the excitement, the, the yeah, the, can't forget that part. Okay. I was like, yeah. All right. So the other thing, when I was last Sunday, when I when under that under the power, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I start feeling this. Uh, um, Hopeful anticipation. Yes, hopeful anticipation, feeling just coming over me. And it reminded me of, like, years ago, uh, when I was a, a kid, my mom and dad would say, hey, you know, Saturday we're going to go to Six Flags. And why they told me two days before they went, we went, I don't know, because for two days I just couldn't stand it. I was so excited, like this anticipation, you know, just excitement. And that's what I felt last Sunday morning, just laying there just excited. And I don't know why, just excited. Just anticipation. Just happy to be alive. Happy to be with God. And and it's it's better. It's better. Man, it's better than alcohol ever was. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's what happened. All right. Thank you. You got anything else? Are you done? One more thing? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You're the last speaker. You're not taking anybody's time now. I was just going to tell you one more thing. Jesus is the answer <laughs> for the world today. Oh. Besides Him, there's no other. Jesus is the way, and Jesus, 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 there's just something about your name master savior jesus like the fragrance after the Yeah, yeah, lad. Why don't you 
want you to come stand right here in the middle. Everybody's going to, that's so amazing. God's given you such an incredible gift. And there's healing that's taking place. There's restoration that's taking place. And we're so glad to all get to end up being a part of that. And to hear your testimony, such a powerful, powerful testimony saying that, do it again, Lord, do it again, do it again, do it again. Like everybody that's right here, that everyone's had experiences. I, 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 oh, man. God sees us through our destiny, through his eyes of our destiny. He doesn't see our failures. He doesn't see when we trip, when we stumble. He doesn't even necessarily see or pay attention to our victories other than seeing that as the progress that we're making towards the destiny that he has for us. He created us with a plan, with a purpose. He anoints us to fulfill that purpose. He gives us his Holy Spirit as so that we can walk, encourage, strengthen, boldly walk to fulfill that purpose that for which we were created. And he sees you through your destiny, lad. And he's so proud of you. He said, boy, boy, I got you, boy. I got you, boy, and I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. Seeing you closer and closer to, to the finish line, to fulfilling the destiny and on the calling on your life. And I really believe that that's something that that all of us need to think about it and realize that it's not about he's such a good, good dad and he loves us so much that how he's looking at us and what he sees in us is what he created us to be. And when we mess up, you know, it, it's just, it's like, oh, we can take care of that. All you have to do is acknowledge what you've done and he has forgotten it. It's, that slate is wiped so clean, so clean that it's forgotten. I was, we, were, we were praying for somebody Friday night. Uh, it came to our house for healing and man, God touched her. She fell down. I believe that she ended up, I believe that she's completely healed, but she got up and said, I just have to share something with you. I believe Jesus wants me to tell you something. And you know, when I was 14 years old, I made a really, really big mistake, and I blah, blah, blah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the accuser of the brethren that brings that to you. Jesus not telling you something you did when you were 14 years old that you need to confess when you're 74 years old. It's like, no, no. That's the accuser of the brethren coming. When we submit to God, resist the devil, and then he will flee from us believing the promises and believing what God has for us. He sees us, his eyes for our destiny. So we see, we're all just stretch our hands towards Lad. There's an incredible anointing on his life. God's called him. You heard that voice right there. Oh my goodness. He's going to use you. Lad, step up here just a little bit closer. You guys get around him. Get around him. I'd like everybody just to lay hands on him right now. Everybody laying hands on Lad right now, Greg. Are we connected? There we go. There we go. There we go. Matthew, would you grab a microphone and pray? Father, I thank you for the mighty work that you've done in your son. I thank you that you've given him a new song. <laughs> and I thank you, Father for complete freedom, complete healing, 
And I thank you that when he sings and he opens up his mouth, it'll be like it never was before and people will be healed. They'll be set free from addiction and people will fall out under your spirit. When this man releases the sound you've given him, the testimony Mm, you've given him. So God, I thank you right now. I thank you for crowds coming into your presence. I thank you for anointing his voice. This beautiful, amazing voice that comes from a story that you have done, a story of redemption, that you are a good father. You are a good father. So Father, you don't begin a work without completing it. So I thank you, Father, that you would touch him completely. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet, right now, Father, touch him right now. Touch him right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. the Lord is doing is if we just become aware of language of the Spirit. So I believe the Lord's going to set people free from addiction today because God's so kind. So if you've struggled, I mean, we're, we're literally experiencing His kindness, that He's a God of restoration. We've been given the ministry of reconciliation. So I believe that's something that the Lord just doesn't want to care, doesn't want us to carry that burden anymore. So I believe that's something the Lord's doing today. And I really also believe for creative miracles. As Yesenia was sharing her story, part of it is, you know, sometimes you're like, you felt pressure here and here. That's like, that's amazing. That's kind of crazy. I don't understand that. She was healed of cancer in a different area before too. And I don't know if that's necessarily exactly where. But what I really believe is that the Lord wants to do creative miracles today. If you need a miracle in your body, I just want you to come up. And I believe if you have struggled with any kind of addiction, whatever it is, the Lord just wants to set you free today in His kindness. So what I encourage is just come up to the front here for just a moment. His presence is so strong and so beautiful. But I really believe that we're going to see creative miracles and people just totally set free from any kind of addiction, anything that's been holding you. Yeah, just come up to the front here. Come up right around here. Oh. I just feel the Father's, I, what I felt so strongly from the beginning of worship too, is just the Father's delight in His children today. Like He is so proud. He is such a good Father. He loves so much, so, so much. And so right now, Jesus... Right now, Lord, I just thank you for creative miracles to take place in bodies right now. God, I thank you for healing Barb's body. Barb, as you walked up, I just thank you for healing her body right now in Jesus' name. For her thyroid and adrenals healed in Jesus' name. No more struggle there. No more. I just thank you for a creative miracle right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I just thank you that you just take away the addiction, Lord. But I thank you that right now, it's not just that you're taking away addiction, but you are filling us with your love, knowing our worth, knowing how valued we are by you, Jesus. So I just thank you for filling people with your love today. In Jesus' name, a love encounter. The Father is proud of you, that he delights in you. He delights in you. He delights in you. So Holy Spirit, thank you right now for moving, for rewiring, for just restoring our hearts back to you, Jesus. Lord, I just thank you that you're flipping the switch, that the addiction becomes a love addiction, that we just hunger for fellowship with you like Lad was sharing. Thank you that you turn it around, that you're turning the tables around right now in Jesus' name. 
So we just thank you for that right now, for the ring, the robe to be put back on people, that you're putting a ring and a robe back on people again today. You're putting a ring and a robe back on people today in Jesus' name. So Lord, I just thank you for healing bodies, for creative miracles, and for healing hearts right now in Jesus' name.